Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark. There's Charles W. Chuck Bryant. Uh, and we are coming at you with Stuff You Should Know. Yeah, this is a uh, public service edition. We do a few of these every now and then. Yeah, we want to make sure that uh, you consumers out there are well taken care of. And we feel like we're the guys to do it. Us and Clark Howard. At least right now. Actually, I want to go ahead and issue a COA that Yumi demanded I issue. Uh, I am in no way, shape, or form qualified to give anyone financial advice <laughs> of any type whatsoever. Because so you don't understand it or you're just not good with... I'm, I just I don't know enough about it. Gotcha. I'm just a caveman. Right. Your world frightens and confuses me. <laughs> but this is pretty straight up. Cash, credit, or debit. Plus, it, there's also the 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 clincher at the end where I say, hey, man, do what you want. Well, that's true. So there you go. At the Yeah, spoiler. At the end of the day, it's depends on the context. Sometimes cash is great. Sometimes credit's great. Sometimes debit's great. Although I went back and read this, and I'm like, I clearly favor personally debit cards. I just think they're better. Yeah. But the, we'll, we'll get into this. Okay. Let me, I have an actual news topic intro this time. Let's hear it. So there is a lady named Lori Black. She's 32. Mm-hmm. She lives in Auburn, Massachusetts. Okay. I don't know where that is, but I'll bet Hodgman does. Yeah, probably. As a matter of fact, let's bring him in to, to answer. John, come on in. Have a seat. Not so. Oh, no, he's not here? No, he's oh, not okay. here. Well, anyway, we'll find out some other time where Auburn, Massachusetts Half is. of our audience just went, sweet, and half of them went, no. <laughs> um, Lori Black is a 32-year-old uh, unemployed or out-of-work preschool teacher from Auburn, Massachusetts, and she also has the unlikely credit of having 50 Black Fridays under her belt. That's where the blimp attacks the Super Bowl. She's got 15 of those under her belt. <laughs> and her whole thing is that she can't afford to do this herself, but she is such a junkie for this kind of thing that she's come up with a great way to get in the game, get in the Black Friday game and not break her record, um, and make a little bit of cash, and that is to be a Black Friday mercenary. So hold on. Let me get this straight. You're saying that she has attended that many like Walmart yeah. openings or whatever? Yeah. Or not openings, but just shopping experiences. You're the kind where like she's the kind where you camp outside. Right. You and fight with people. Right. You hate your neighbor. And I thought about this, I'm like, well, I mean a lot of people like to do that and I didn't realize in this this article from um dailyfinance.com points out that she lives in Massachusetts. And when Black Friday comes around in Massachusetts, you are freezing if you're camping outside sure. waiting for a, a store to open. So what she's saying is like, I'll go stand in for you. I will go throw the elbows. I will go, I will bring my stiletto <laughs> and, um, I will get you those deals that you want. You stay at home and stay toasty. And she's also figured out that nursing home patients who love Black Friday deals, um, will probably be her biggest clientele. <laughs> you stay in bed. So she's praying on shut ins. No, she's not praying on shut-ins. She's <laughs> offering a valuable service for 15% of the total value of the purchases she makes for you. Oh, she she'll takes, buy your stuff even. 
Yeah. I thought she just held your place in line and then no, no, no. they would she show up in the store. She goes shopping for you. She does everything. Really? She's a Black Friday mercenary. So if you want to hire Lori Black, you can find a Craigslist ad that she posted. I guess look for, uh, first go to Google Maps or Yahoo Maps or whoever maps and look up Auburn, Massachusetts and find the closest big city and then go to Craigslist and go to that big city's, uh, I don't know what posting, but you'll find it. I'm kind of curious about does she take on more than one person, I wonder? Uh, Is there a guarantee of how much they need to spend? Because if she's doing all this for 100 bucks, then... Well, no, I don't think she'd do it for 100 bucks. Although, she may be such a lover of Black Friday that, hey, might as well. So she's crazy, is what you're saying? I think she's a uh, she's an eccentric person. Wow. But not really crazy. I th- I'm sure she's very nice. 15 Black Fridays, 16. Here's pulling for Lori Black to make that, to, to, to keep her streak unbroken. You're rooting for her? Yeah. Right. So my big question is, is if you're Lori Black and you are using your own money that people are going to pay you for in return, what's the best thing you can use while you are standing outside of Black Friday, Target, midnight? Well, that depends. So let's get into it. Uh, there are advantages to each. There are disadvantages to each, Josh, and we'll go over those right now. Uh, cash is anonymous. Yeah, if Which, you're a drug dealer, cash is awesome. Yeah, some people like the fact that you're not your purchases aren't being tracked if you use cash. Um, in my family, we like that our purchases are tracked because then you can look at your budget each month and say, this is where we're spending this, this is where we're spending this. You can still do that with cash, but that means you have to be you got to keep up with all that stuff yourself right. instead of having your bank account program doing it for you. It's true. Um, there's also uh, There's also a uh, proof of ownership that cash in no way, shape, or form has. That's right. Remember in Die Hard, what the German uh, terrorists were after was um, unmarked bearer bonds. Yeah. Same as cash. Uh, They weren't terrorists? They were common thieves? No, they were exceptional thieves. Right. (laughs) That's exactly right. In the Nakatomi building. Uh Uh-huh. Which is in Century City. So, yeah, if your cash is gone, your cash is gone. Right. Proof of ownership. Your your face sometimes is on the credit card. Your name's on the credit card. You've signed the credit card and right. debit card. They or, ask you to show proof of ID many times. Yes, you don't have to sign the credit card. By the way, is that right? Um, you if you sign it and you give somebody your credit card, you can be like you and I both know that I don't have to show you a photo ID if my signature is on the back. If I've endorsed this credit card, that's good enough by law, pal. Right. But. I never sign the back of my credit card. I usually don't either. I put C-I-D in Sharpie. Not the letter C, the the word C, S-E-E-I-D. And do they do that? Most of the time. It's definitely picked up since the recession started. Really? I've noticed people did not do it, and now they do. And every time they do, I go, thank you for asking. Well, plus it's ridiculous because you go to sign that stupid little thing with a ballpoint pen. It looks nothing like your signature. Because you're trying to squeeze it in on this little slippery. Right, sure. Wipe. It's all smudgy. It's all smudgy. And then the other thing, though, is signatures these days are usually, I guess at a restaurant you still sign a, a thing, but a lot of times now you're signing that stupid Jeopardy pad. So I don't even sign my name anymore. I just scratch something. Do you? Yeah, because, I mean, I can't sign my name. It looks like I'm like three years old. Yeah, my, my signature is sometimes good, sometimes not. But the point is, is if you sign the back of it, <laughs> right? somebody can practice what it looks like on the back sure. and make that signature and just be like, just compare the signatures. It's what it's there for. 
But, Josh, you are protected nonetheless under the Fair Credit Billing Act. Uh, if you lose your credit card, you only have to pay for up to $50 worth of the, of the fraud. Yes. Uh, if you lose or get your debit card stolen, mm-hmm. the Electronic Fund Transfer Act covers you. Same deal, 50 bucks, as long as you report it stolen within two days. Of noticing it was of stolen. Of noticing it was gone. And then it jumps up to 500 bucks that you're liable for. It's not like they say, well, you got to pay for everything. No. And thank you, big government, for that. Yeah, seriously. Well, I mean... That's one time it works. Yeah, well, there's there's another time. We'll get to it. Okay. Um, so you've got... You, you have anonymity with cash, but you have a lack of security. Yes. You have security with plastic, both debit and credit, but you don't have any anonymity. No, they, whoever they are, they can track your purchases. They definitely can. Uh, and they is usually law enforcement. And I guess if you if you go to the security uh, aspect of it, mm-hmm. credit cards and debit cards, um, well, debit cards have a leg up over credit cards. Yeah. Because of your PIN. Right. Which is... Like it's like a signature in numbers that only you know or only you should know, and so they probably don't even ask to see your card if you use your debit card and you enter your PIN number because they just assume that's you. You know your PIN. You're not going to steal a wallet and just get the debit card right the first time out. No. So there you have it. But I have a question. Okay. And maybe someone knows this. Why don't credit cards have pins now? Uh, I don't know that. I wonder why. It would seem to be just one extra added layer. You're swiping it just like a debit card. So I don't know. I'm wondering that. I have no idea. All right. Maybe somebody knows out there in the finance world. Uh, cash and debit have the other advantages, uh, advantage, which is a lack of fees. When you buy something with a credit card, unless it's an American Express, which you have to pay off each month, you are charged financing fees. And if you take a hit and you're late on your bills, those fees are going to increase and increase yeah. to ungodly levels at times, you know, 20-something 20, 20 percent you might be paying. Well, the average interest rate as of this week in the United States for a credit card is 14.98 percent, 15 percent. That's this week. That is so much money. Um, the average debt that Americans with credit cards carry is 16635 That's not home debt, but it's not just credit card debt. The credit average credit card debt is between 5100 and 6500 right now in the United States for credit card holders. That's their credit average credit card debt. So yeah, man, if you get bumped up a few points, you're going to feel it. Yeah. And especially if you're just making minimum payments yeah. and then going out and buying more stuff. And paying just a little bit off, but you're adding more to it, well, it's not very hard to do the math. Yeah. You might as well put your own collar on. Yes. And and if you're young and fairly naive about finance, you know what a minimum payment is? That means you're just paying the finance charges. Well, you say that if you're young, but get this. I saw a stat that showed that most credit card holders, or wait, 65% of credit card holders under like age 30 pay off their monthly balance. Oh, really? Which is more than the adults pay. Huh. Interesting. So you got to leave it to the kids. They're yeah. doing something right this time for once in your life. <laughs> Do you know what we uh, what kind of balance we carry? Zip. Really? That's pretty great. It we didn't used to. 
but it, we got to a point where we were looking at finance charges and it, it we just couldn't live like that anymore. That's great. So every month you pay it off. We use American Express only. Yeah. Because we get the sky mileage. Yep. Use it for everything we buy that, you know, where they don't demand that you use like a debit card. Right. And we pay it off each month. That's great. It is. It's a good way to live. Yeah. Because when you start looking at the finance fees that you're paying, like at the end of the year, it's depressing. Yeah. Like I used to, when I was single and living alone, I used to just ignore that. Well, I think that's what a lot of people do, and that's what they want. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, you want some more stats? Yeah, I got a lot of stats too, but go ahead. Okay. Um, the average American consumer, Chuck, has 3.5 credit cards. Yeah. I don't know how you have a half a credit card, but <laughs> 3.5 credit cards. That seems like a lot to me. If you live in New Hampshire, New Jersey, Josh, 20% of the people in that state have 10 or more credit cards in those two what? states. Isn't that nuts? That is very nuts. All right, I got another one. All right. Uh, 78% of Americans have a credit card. 80% have a debit card. That is a lot of people that have a credit card and a debit card. Okay. About 25% of people do not have a credit card at all, and 30% of people, they estimate, pay it off every month. And listen to this. The average consumer's oldest obligation is 14 years old. Wow. So that means obligation means you've got something sitting on there from 14 years ago. I thought they had to stop reporting after seven years. Well, no. I mean, if it's on your... Oh, like credit, like stuff you bought that you're still yeah. paying off? Yeah. Is up to 14 years old for the average person? Yeah, uh, the average oldest obligation. Right. So that trip to Europe you took in 19-whatever, 15 years ago, you might still be paying off. That's crazy. Yeah. That'd be 96. 96? Consumer, that's, yeah, that's when I was in Europe, actually. Consumer debt, December 31st, 2010. All consumer debt in America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can almost, I almost can't say it. <laughs> $11.4 trillion. Really? That's how much America owes. That's how much the American people owe, not the government. That's how much the, just the regular old Joes owe. Ouch. All right. So well, that was, that was <laughs> stat heavy, huh? Yeah, it was, but these are good stats. People need to know this stuff. Are you, are you going with stats still? Uh, no, I'm done. You All right. So, so where are we at? Let's, let's recap here. Cash is good, but you lose it easy. Right, and if you lose it or it's stolen, it you're almost 100. percent That's what I meant to say. Likely to not get it back. Not that you lose it easy. Right. Um, debit cards are, are good because they offer protection from the federal government. They got a pin. You got a pin. Mm-hmm. Credit cards offer the same protection. They don't have a pin. Right. Right. They charge fees. Interest financing fees. Yes, and sometimes membership fees. And debit cards now again have a, a higher leg up. As it stands right this second against credit cards, because the overdraft fees that used to just kill people yeah. are now illegal unless you opt in. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they Remember, there was the Card Act. So as of, <clears throat> I think, August 2010, uh, you had to officially opt in with your bank to say, I want overdraft pr- protection, and therefore uh, right. you can charge me overdraft fees. Sure. Which... At one point in my life, I loved overdraft protection because I was writing checks my butt couldn't cash. Right. And I didn't mind paying those fees. Oh, dude, those fees are crippling. Yeah, but if you know, if you were me in nineteen in the mid nineties, you yeah. like those fees. I gotcha. Because you could just stay afloat. Gotcha. And that's what it was all about for me back then. Or you could just, you know, do your finances correctly. 
Yeah, true, which I did not do. Or, and I remember Bank of America got in trouble for this, they always did, they always posted from largest amount to smallest amount under the idea that your smallest amount, there were more of your smallest amounts, Mm -hmm. so that when they started hitting, you could get more and more overdraft fees. Oh, right. Largest to smallest or smallest to largest. Whichever way you got hit with the more overdraft fees, that's the way that yeah. they always post Whichever stuff. way no, they could screw you the most. Yeah, w- w- without any regard to chronology whatsoever. Right. Interesting. It was however however many uh, overdraft fees could So they got in trouble for that and, correct, yeah. and corrected it? Yes. That's what led to this. Force correction, that is. Yeah. Uh, debit cards are generally fee-free. Your bank most likely has a, is a fee-free debit card. Um, if you're getting cash out of the ATM at your own bank, you're probably not going to be paying any fees there. So that's always nice to save on your fees. Unless, well, that was another Bank of America thing. Remember, very recently they said they were going to charge five bucks to use their debit cards, <laughs> five bucks a month. Yeah. And Occupy Wall Street was like, what? And they rolled that back too. They did. Apparently, a bunch of other banks rolled it back, except Wells Fargo still has it outstanding. They're they're apparently going to go ahead with their five dollar fee. Right. So interesting. Uh, another point that we should consider, Josh, if you have a problem, if you have a shopping problem, then cash is your best friend because there's, uh, there's a thing, they even called it the pain of paying, which is when you take cash out of your wallet or purse, pocketbook, and hand it to somebody, it's a very visceral, real feeling that you see the money leave your hand and go to someone else and it's gone forever. Mm -hmm. Obviously, debit and credit cards, it just exists in the ether. You may get paid electronically. You may, you could live your life without seeing a single dollar bill very easily these days. Pay your bills remotely. Don't have to write checks. Right. You can do it all on the on the internet now. So that makes it pretty easy for a shopaholic to rack up some debt without realizing it. Yeah. Or not? Yeah, without realizing it. Right. It takes away. It makes money less transparent. Um, like uh, Social Security. Uh, uh, there's no longer Social Security checks. It's all electronic. Oh, is it? Which I don't think is a scam. I think it's a money-saving effort. Well, because people would move in with their old neighbor and check their mail every day. Right, right. You know? <laughs> Who did that? Or just check their mail every day, not even move in. Um, there is a uh, there is a, a whole, I, there's a school of thought, which is pretty rational and reasonable, that there's not going to be paper money that much longer because of stuff like that, big sweeping moves like this. Um, I don't know if it, about that. Well, there's paper money, paper dollars are yeah. under assault right now. You remember the super committee with the deficit reduction plan uh-huh, yeah. that their tax was coming up with? They um, have suggested phasing out dollar bills entirely and replacing them with dollar coins, right? Okay. And um, I'd be down with that. Uh, well, it would save like $536 billion over 30 years. In what? drop in the bucket. Like but what's the savings coming from? Printing. Oh, really? So it costs more to print a dollar coin than it does to print a dollar bill, but dollar coins um, average circulation life is three times longer. Uh, so ultimately, it costs less gotcha. over the thirty years of the the dollar coin's lifespan. The coin is more hardy. Yes, but you're going to run into a company called Crane and Co. out of Massachusetts, who has a friend named John Kerry, who's on the super committee, and Crane and Company are the ones who make the special paper. $4 bills, and they're like, no, 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 we can't get right. rid of this. <laughs> so you're always going to run into those guys. Uh, another final um, nod to, to credit cards is, uh, like I mentioned, I get Sky Miles on my MX Delta. Yeah. 
So a lot of these programs offer rewards, whether it's towards Sky Miles or vacation points, hotel points, cash back. Yep. I think Discover actually writes you a check every year, don't they? As far as I know. Still do that. And uh, you're not going to get that with a debit card or cash, so if that's important to you. Um, there was also one that I left out. I left that out of this article, but I also left out. Did you write this? Yeah. Oh, nice. Generally, whether you like it or not, I was wondering why you're making such fun of it to me. <laughs> you're like, I'm sitting right here. Um, whether you, whether you like it or not, it's pretty. It's a reality of this moment in history that you need a credit history of some sort to get a car or house or do any large purchase, and you can't build one with a debit card or with cash. Right. So if you can responsibly use a credit card. Uh, you can generate a credit history, and that is a huge advantage that a credit card gives you over anything else. And I also wanted to say, I, I think it kind of slipped by. I, I'm not saying that the onus is is completely on banks to not um, rape and pillage. I think that the onus is on the individual consumer as well Sure. to keep your checkbook balanced mm-hmm. and to not rely on overdraft fees yeah. and to you know really take a look at where your money's going, basically to be like Chuck. Is now, yeah. Actually, Chuck's wife is, <laughs> and always has been. Yeah. Uh, this was a great article. I was just kidding around about the. Oh, don't say it now. No, it's good. It, don't say it now. I think you you spell out all the points very deftly. And one more time, as a nod to Yumi, I think you should go out and um, find out for yourself. Being a responsible consumer, what works best for you? Yeah. Cash, debit, or credit. Plus, you know, it's still sometimes nice to. I mean, it's nice to throw down the, the Amex gold to pay for dinner for your friends, but it's also nice to, you know, have the big bankroll in your pocket. Yeah, and and tell your friends to go rot. <laughs> well, no, you could pay in cash and look like a like a big spender. Oh, yeah, that's, I see what you're saying. You know, like if I pulled I out like 400 saving bucks. versus spending. No, no. Ca- oh, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. You go, the cash is like, if you pull that out, you're a walking target. You can make it rain. You could <laughs> if you do that kind of thing. Yeah. Can't and, make it rain with a credit you, card. <laughs> you know, you, no. That you just throw it up idea. in the air and it comes right back I think down. It's a bad idea either way. Cash, credit, or debit. There, Here's the ending. Making it rain yeah. in any way, shape, or form with any kind of form of payment, that's a, that's a bad waste of money. Only God can make it rain. Uh, if you want to learn more about um, the hydrological cycle or... Whether it's best pay, pay with cash, credit, or debit, you can type those words into the search bar at HowStuffWorks.com, and that'll bring up some good stuff. And I said search bar, so it's time for listener mail. Josh, I'm going to call this a freaky email. Uh, hi, guys. My mom was visiting my wife and I a few weeks ago, and there were uh, they were both going through some old family photos. In the living room. Mostly what I would overhear was, that's Uncle So-and-So. There's great aunt who's it. But occasionally she would mention Johnny Eck. I remember she would mention him every once in a while when I was younger, mostly in the context of some worldly advice. Johnny Eck would say you should never put coffee grounds down the sink, etc. Anyway, they were in the living room going through these albums when my mom, uh, with my mom pointing at pictures, naming people, and apparently she points at one and says, there's such and such and such and -and so-and-so and Johnny Eck, the half man. And all of a sudden, the needle falls off the record. My wife stopped here and they said, whoa, 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 whoa. Half man? What are you talking about? My mom wasn't even phased. She said, you know, Johnny Eck, the half man. 
So yes, you guys know Johnny Eck. He was basically uh, just a torso, literally half a man. My mom explained that he and his brother had lived at my grandfather's house for a while when she was a kid, helped out around his kitty amusement park. <laughs> I don't know if a chair he just guffawed in there. <laughs> you might want to look into that, grandfather. Uh, running the train, doing odd chores and stuff, and just entertaining the kids. I had no idea if my mom had mentioned it to me before. It was so nonchalant. It never hit me until now. Uh, my wife has a bit of a morbid curiosity for morbid curiosities, so she started digging around. Turns out it didn't take much digging. He was pretty famous. He's part of the freak show at Barnum and Bailey Circus, and even in the movie Freaks that we've talked about. You know, yeah, Johnny Eck. He's he walks on his uh, fists. That's right, and he gained a pretty big cult following uh, with its resurgence in the eighties. And so Steve is related to Johnny Eck. Pretty cool. Related, or his grandfather was friends with him? His grandfather was friends with Johnny Eck. Okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Steve, for that pretty one. Cool. That was pretty. That is very cool. What was that in relation to? Uh, I believe we mentioned freaks in. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The show on mortgage rates. No? Really? <laughs> I can't remember which one it was. Uh, we talked about freaks. Though. Well, thank you, Steve. I appreciate that. It's a pretty cool story. Um, and morbid curiosities are always interesting. Definitely. Um, also, Chuck, we should definitely say thank you to uh, our buddy at Little Bit Sweets. We got our Christmas package. Festivus, as she says. All right, we got our Festivus package. Yeah, Liz. So I want to um, issue a proclamation. If you want to experience something awesome, I strongly suggest the Pecan Brown Sugar Brittle. From Little Bit Sweets. Have you had it yet? No. Dude, it is really good stuff. Everything they make is amazing. and uh, This tops it all. Really? This tops it all. This and the honeycomb candy are, are my favorite. Yeah, I like the honeycomb candy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, handmade candy, Brooklyn, New York. Liz always takes care. We're in the rotation now, which I just love. Yeah. We get like two or three of these packages a year. So her, um, and I'm hoping we hear from uh, Mona Colantine again. Remember Grandma Colantine sent like all those big, that big thing of different cookies? Oh, was that who sent those? Yeah. Hint, hint. Yeah, Mona, come on. Get it together. Um, anyway, li- uh, Little Bit Sweets is littabitsweets.com, L-I-D-D-A-B-I-T-S. W-E-E-T-S dot com. LittleBitSweets dot com. Right? Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, and uh, thank you very much to Liz for that. And also, we never said thank you to these guys. I haven't watched these movies yet. But um, when we did the exploitation film episode, <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 some listeners from the company Scumbag Movies were like, Oh, you like exploitation films, huh? Well, here's a bunch of free DVDs. <laughs> I have not seen any of the movies yet, but thank you very much for the thought and the gesture, Scumbag Movies, and we will let you guys and everybody know what we thought of your Scumbag Movies after we watch them. Yeah, we're way behind, actually, on um, administrative detail. It's piled up, so... I think about that one every every like few weeks, and I never remember, and yeah. I remembered, so I just wanted to get it out. So if you've sent us something, uh, I'd say look in the next like week or two. We'll, we'll knock those out, the thank yous. Yes, so... Um, Let's see, if you wanted to contact us, you can send us a tweet at SYSK Podcast. Uh, and you can visit us on Facebook.com at Facebook.com slash Stuff You Should Know. Or you can send us a plain old-fashioned email at StuffPodcast at HowStuffWorks.com. 
Be sure to check out our new video podcast, Stuff from the Future. Join House of Work staff as we explore the most promising and perplexing possibilities of tomorrow. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you?